0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Three Fates Decide. My name is Mary. I'm with my two co-hosts, Sam and Liz. Say hi, ladies. Hello. I think Liz ran away. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I no. Liz. <laughs> no, hi, I said, Liz.
1: No, I said hello. I don't know why I didn't pick up.
0: Oh, well, I didn't hear you at all. Oh. <laughs> Me either. Okay. <laughs> all yeah. right. And we are here tonight with... Not one guest guest, but two guests. We, um, as our listeners will remember from last week, um, we had Sam's sister, Jennifer, with us. Um, Jennifer is with us again this week. Say hi, Jennifer. Hello. And we also have another very special um, guest with us. She is a the daughter of a very good friend of mine. Uh, her name is Sarah. Say hi, Sarah. <laughs> um, Sarah's gonna be kind of she's got a class to do and she's kind of learning a little bit about podcasting because she's got to do a little bit of podcasting for her class. So we're just kind of letting her sit in and help us with this. And so she kind of gets a little experience with it. But tonight we are going to be talking about <laughs> one of the biggest royal, I guess you could say one of the biggest royal scandals to come out in the past century or so. Uh The Harry and Meghan Netflix documentary series. Yeah. And let's just say, y'all, it was a lot. It was. Yeah, it was a lot.
1: You think you know what we're going to
0: talk about. And welcome back to Three Fates Decide.
2: It just sounds more dramatic that
0: way. All right. So this week we are going to be talking about...
2: But just when you least expect it, we changed the game.
0: One Will Smith slapped... Chris Rock. I mean, we always celebrated Easter.
2: You're part of the
1: half blood prince.
3: So we're going to do another free talk, freestyle thing, no planned discussion.
2: At the end of the day, only one thing matters we decide.
1: We're going to hit the, the, the main highlights. That is the thing with what we were saying back in that episode. But quick recap
2: Three Fates Decide podcast. I mean, the the whole whole thing is kind of crazy, and there's actually a lot that has come out, even outside of the whole Netflix documentary series that we're gonna kind of uh, talk about a little bit as well. But basically, just the whole drama surrounding these two is just crazy.
0: It is. It really, really is. Um, if you're not, if you've been living under a rock since about two thousand sixteen. 2017 prince harry met and married american actress Meghan markle (laughs) and this documentary has kind of chronicled their um it kind of chronicled their relationship from how they met although i'm really kind of iffy on that one because it's changed from what other people have said and what they themselves have said
2: Uh
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> They'll get me started on that whole debacle to their subsequent engagement, marriage, and a what seemed to be a very abrupt exit from the royal family due to what they claim is a lot of bullying, harassment, racism. Well, I'm not denying that, that some of that may have gone on. I don't necessarily know. I'm not part of the royal family. I don't know. I think a lot of it has been exacerbated and what's the word I'm looking for? Fabricated. Fabricated, <laughs> exactly. Um, and made to be and enlarged in ways that it probably really wasn't in truth.
2: And again, the the problem with everything and the problem that I have between the Oprah interview that they did, and <laughs> the docu series, and now Harry's book, and then Harry's saying he has so much stuff he may come out with a second book, and then Meghan Markle. There's rumors that she could be coming out with a book and/or docu series herself, and all this stuff. And it's like <laughs> they're throwing major shots at the royal family, and the royal family mm-hmm. cannot respond because they
0: don't do that exactly.
2: And, you know, so the people that are on Harry and Meghan's side are just taking their word as Bible and that's it. Not knowing Mm -hmm. basically what the whole truth is and the end with everything. There's been so many lies that have come out. I think like they have caught themselves in lies because they forget what they've said and then they contradict themselves down the line again. It's like, uh, you know, yeah. It's ridiculous.
0: And, oh, does uh, and I will have to agree with a lot of the the critics that reviewed the series and that said it was very one-sided, very whiny, very boring, and a lot of uh regurgitating the exact same stuff we'd already heard a thousand times before. They said nothing new throughout the entire series. And I mean, listen, I'm not pro Harry, Meghan, I'm not a
2: pro royal family, like whatever, you know, but it's like yeah, I just, I have an issue about only hearing one side of the story and them just continuing I mean, it's just every time they open their mouth it gets worse and worse and worse and like the problem is, is that Harry unfortunately I think a lot of this stems from his mother's death and he Mm -hmm. said in that docu-series that, uh, you know, Megan reminds him so much of his mother. that He said that I can't even tell you how many times. That she reminds... I th- honestly think this is mommy issues. Uh, he is as protective as he would be, I think, to anyone who was his wife. Especially because of what happened to his mother. I think because in his mind, she represents his mother. It's even worse. And... It's, you know, to me, it just screams, you know, mommy issues. I don't, he's never had a chance to kind of help for his after his mother's death. He's had a lot of trauma as a result. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not excusing, obviously, his actions, but I do think a lot of this just kind of stems from that. I think he just needs help. In all honesty, I really do. I think he needs help he's pushing yeah. away everybody he's completely alienated himself from his friends and his family because his friends aren't talking to him anymore either yeah as a result of all
0: this and I, I will tell you right now in the long run he is going to regret walking away from the royal family he is going day to day after the
3: divorce
1: yeah. <laughs> Ooh, predictions mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i i mean i'm not a big fan of harry and megan I I still think Harry's best relationship was with Chelsea. I I will admit that. I understand she did not want the royal life. And I don't blame her for that. But I do think that was his best relationship. Yeah. And I am so sorry. Every time he says that Meghan is just like his mother Diana. I'm like, no, she is not. And that her and his mother would get along. Like they would be best friends. They'd get along like two peas in a pot. I'm like, no, they would not no Diana would be very nice and polite to her to her face and in public as dictated through the royal protocol however no yeah I agree with that
3: um I think you know I think Samantha's also right that this is definitely probably stemming originally from you know mommy issues and unresolved trauma from his mother's death um but let's be real. He's learned all the actions that he's doing right now. He learned from his mother and his father putting yes. all the dirt out into the public, using the press for your own, you yeah. know, good, but then pitching a fit when they start reporting stuff that, you know, goes against what you want. Um, I think exactly. that, you know, he compared the treatment that Megan got, from, um, you know, you know, he compared it to, you know, what Kate received and what his mother received with the public hounding them. And maybe they did. I don't remember that. I was not anti-Harry and Meghan for a very long time. I really wasn't. I didn't have an opinion really one way or the other. My whole thing was if he's happy, then great, you know, he's happy. Um, I, I don't remember having... You know, seeing the hordes of press follow Megan down the street. Nobody knew they were dating until they were practically engaged. You know, I mean, where Kate had upskirt shots taken of her all throughout, you know, the first couple of years of their marriage. She had those topless photos that were printed with a long lens camera from how far away, you know. So there's definitely things that are different. I'm not saying that Meghan and Harry were not hounded by the press or didn't receive bad press or weren't constantly compared to his brother and sister-in-law because they were compared. And, you know, that's just the nature of having two, you know, like you always compare one to the other. But I think the most important thing that I keep reminding myself is, you know, Harry keeps saying he's telling his truth. He's, you know, this... He's not telling his truth. He's selling his truth, which is a yeah. completely different story than sitting down one on one with a respectable, you know, reporter or whomever, respectable paper, whoever you want to pick, one of your, you know, self-picked people and telling your story and not getting any monetary benefit from it. He's done nothing right. but get monetary benefit from it. Exactly. So yeah, I don't, I have a hard time, not to mention like everything that's come out that they've proven incorrect you know mm-hmm. like forget all the stuff that they've basically proven that he was wrong about it's the fact that you're selling your story to the highest bidder that leaves a very awful taste in my mouth
0: yeah well considering the fact that they made nearly a hundred they've they banked up nearly a hundred million dollars from this net from the Netflix deal that they have which is multiple series multiple shows multiple things to be put onto Netflix. They've a hundred million they they paid them a hundred million dollars to yeah. do this
3: shit. And Netflix wants them to be like the Kardashians of Netflix. Like they want a reality show with them. I know. And I'm Just like disgusting.
0: Yeah. But the thing of it is is that they are completely reveling in the dramatization and the all the bullcrap that is going that has gone on I'm not going to deny the fact that Megan probably has experienced some racism because yeah
2: no you know, I, i'm I'm with you I'm sure that there' sure was she some, did. you know yeah. that there was stuff I wouldn't deny yeah. that yeah No. I will never
0: deny that but the fact of it is is that and I was talking to my mother about this this morning and my mother said she didn't even realize that Megan was a biracial woman of color until until they were married. Because before that, and Megan used this to her advantage for years, she is white passing.
3: right? She mm-hmm. is.
0: And I mean, I'm not denying the fact that she is a biracial, that she is a woman of color, she is biracial, and that she has experienced racism, whether it be overt or um, an insidious, very uh, you know, you really don't realize it's happening.
3: Yeah. An unconscious bias.
0: An unconscious bias. Exactly. Yeah. So she, but she has always, she has used the fact that she is a white passing for years. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She did.
3: I mean, I'd agree. I, we have no way of knowing how much, you know, she's experienced as a member of the Royal family. The first time
0: that she ever experienced anything of, racism and the, and what it, what it is to be a, and these are her words, a black woman. Right. Was, wasn't until she was dating Harry. Right. I mean, we, you know,
3: there's no way of anybody knowing exactly what she went through. And I, I don't think anybody would deny that there was not, you know, things said about her you know absolutely i'm sure there was because that's just the world we live in people have an inability to accept things that they don't agree with you know what i mean like so exactly. i don't i don't doubt that they absolutely were affected by it i'm sure they were mm-hmm. and it's disgusting if they were you know what i mean like whatever was, it was put their way was absolutely disgusting i just don't think that the overarching theme of their leaving the Royal family and all that had to do with racism. I think it all had to do with power and, you know, Mm -hmm. wanting and she didn't have
2: it. Right. Exactly. Right. They knew that they would never be top dog in the Royal family. So they decided to leave so that they could be somewhere else.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, (laughs) nobody here is ever going to deny that there was, I'm sure there was racism and, But just some of the things that they've done, they've made it like their entire things, their entire existence has been, oh, she was bullied because of this. Or she was bullied because of that. Oh, it's because they didn't like her because of this. They didn't like her because of that. No, they didn't like her because she reveled in the fame, the paparazzi. She reveled in that. You can't tell me she didn't. She's still doing it. To this day. I think, I think in the beginning, it's hard to remember. I feel like it's
3: COVID really just kinda took these years and mashed them all together. I think in the beginning, like when they were first married and or you know, first engaged, first married, and the negative, if you even want to put them out there, are stories that were coming out about her, it wasn't none of the, the reasons for the negative stories were about her being black or biracial or it was about her being American. And how yeah. her American, you know, how she did things was so un- British and, you know, her British staff weren't used to it. You know, she was very American. I just remember that always being the thing, how she was American. And I yeah. got that, you know, like I understood that this was a professional mm-hmm. woman, you know, she, she's worked, she knew her own mind, you know, she was older. She was however old she was when they first started dating slash well, got married. she was
0: a year old she's a year
3: older than i am yeah, so she, i mean she was in her mid to late yeah. 30s when this also you know exactly. she was somebody who knew her mind she was a professional she was used to calling the shots you know so i got mm-hmm. i understood that critique like i understood the british staff not getting it you know what i mean and, and yeah. i just remember thinking like it's going to take time for everybody to just kind of feel each other out and figure out what works best for everybody but that never happened you know, she yeah. never compromised. And I don't think that the staff, you know, com- the, the the royal staff, you know, those people have been doing this job for centuries. They don't change those people. This is what they do. This is how they do it. And this is how they're always going to do it. And you better figure out a way to work with them. You know, so I think that was probably the beginning of issues. And I think that, I mean, I don't know, not there, I'm not a member of any of this, but they, she took it as, or she decided, they decided to turn it as it's racist. It's because I'm biracial. It's because I have a black mother and not because I like doing things my own way. And I don't really care that this isn't the way it's done. Figured, you know, you figure Mm -hmm. out how to work with me. I'm not going to figure out how to work with you.
0: Yeah, well, I think the the biggest thing that stood out for me is the fact that she she honestly thought the royal family was somewhat of a joke, because the first time she met Queen Elizabeth, she was told she was going to have to curtsy, right? And she's like, "You're kidding, right? You, this is a joke. I don't have to curtsy to the queen. The hell you don't!" Right.
2: Well, right, cause she because she assumed because she's meeting Grandma, uh, you know. Like yeah, she's but still you the queen.
0: I'm like yeah, she may be grandma to Harry, but she's also the queen of a. Harry of... has to bow to her, you Do know. You like seriously, queen first.
3: right? She's the queen first.
0: Queen first, second. grandma. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Granny second. I'm like, that is just common sense. That's the thing. That is just like common sense. And here's you the know. thing. I, I
3: <gasps> you know, I've seen the clip of you know her with that, fake facetious um curtsy that she did on the documentary and i also saw the look that harry gave i don't think harry appreciated that no she was talking about that but at the same time like you're like you're not even a good liar like you know damn well you're lying everybody watching that knows you're lying you are meeting his grandmother Who you know is the queen. You're going to sit there and tell me that that's your initial reaction. Nobody in their right mind has that initial reaction. Everybody in their right mind goes, okay, right just how big of a curtsy do I need? Should be a little yeah. curtsy. Like, how do like, I do big this? Curtsy, like, <laughs> right. when do I do it? You know, like, nobody's thinking, like, let me do this, you know, like, huge genuflection of a curtsy and make an absolute fool of myself. Not one person is thinking about that.
1: No. We can go, I and mean, this is
2: why Americans are annoying.
1: I mean, like... <laughs> right? There's the thing that, like, I don't understand is that, okay, why didn't you get somebody to teach you explain these things to you that's what that's the thing that was like bugging me when i was watching the the earlier episodes in the series was that like okay if you're supposed to meet his family then why didn't you have like a conversation or something when you're about to meet the family cuz don't a lot of people Meeting like their boyfriend, their girlfriend, whoever you know, their partner's families for the first time. Like, don't you guys ever have conversations about, like, okay, what rules about absolutely you know the family do I need to know? Like, do I need to know, oh, don't mention this to so and so because they're gonna start, you know, lecturing you about like you know whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's like those kind of yeah. rules you need to know because you're going into you know the proverbial room meeting a bunch of strangers that are really important to your partner and you know this is like this this is something potentially serious so it's like you need to know what the dynamics are, what are the rules
3: Not to mention, you're an actress You're telling me you don't study Before you put on a performance Like, anybody meeting yeah. Their their partner's family for the first time You're totally putting on a performance Like, from start to finish Like, you are on yeah. your best behavior You're putting on a performance Like, you're telling me you did absolutely No studying Like, to even know who these people were Before you got in the car to go meet them Whose fault is that if it's true? Like, that's your own damn fault that you didn't prepare for this moment.
0: Right?
1: Yeah. I, think- I mean, she, yeah, because she totally, to me, she sounded like your your typical image of the dumb American fumbling around in the China shop, <laughs> crashing into things and looking dumb.
2: Yeah. Oh, but I, 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 I think looking at Harry's face when she was doing that he just did not look impressed at all with that part it's like I I just I don't know I don't get it but then at the same time like I know another thing that was kind of brought up was um I think it's more in Harry's book but that William tried to talk Harry out of marrying Meghan like people kind of flipped out about this but like That's what family does. If they really don't think someone is right, they're going to tell you, you know, like they're going to try and, you know, like, I don't see, I mean, is it hurtful? Sure. But like, I mean, to Megan, I can understand that being hurtful, but like, I really, I can see like, families do that all the time. I don't think they're right for you. I don't think you should marry them. Like, are you really sure about this? Like. Type of thing, and you know, in a when people heard about that, they start flipping out about how you know William is this horrible person, and you know that that's kind of become the theme. It's I feel like now it's Harry versus Meghan versus William and Kate type of thing. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Don't get me started on that whole. Meghan's like I'm a hugger. I've always been a hugger. And I didn't realize how jarring that was to the British people.
3: Let me tell you, if like, she came up to me and hugged me, I'd flatten her. Like, do not hug me. I am not right? a hugger. <laughs> like, I, that's, that's my thing. I'm not, not a hugger. It? Who does no. that? Like, don't touch me. Even if I know you, like um, like, just don't touch me. Like, I'm not a hugger. <laughs> like, I completely understand that.
1: I do too. Honestly. Yeah, I mean yeah, I mean I'm not really much of a hugger either. I mean only a few people I will ever hug. Otherwise ninety-something percent of the time I I'm also like don't touch me either because you know for for me it's like it's my own cultural background. Like we're not touchy, feely kind of people. So it's like it's just not natural to me that if you're not like a five year old little kid I'm not going to hug you, (laughs) you know?
2: And I'm sorry, but in in the age of, you know, where everyone is more, you know, um, taking consent more seriously than I think in the past, someone doesn't want to hug, you don't hug them. I don't care if you're a hugger. That doesn't excuse you for touching someone. They don't want to be touched.
3: I just don't know who hugs somebody the first time you introduced to them like right who does that
0: yeah my thing of it is is that i have some issues when it comes to physical touch they're they're my they're my own issues for stemming from childhood um i don't like to be touched if i'm not the one to initiate it please do not touch me it's quite difficult with my daughter because she's very very loving and Touchy and cuddly at, time, at times. <clears throat> she's also but a it's little also, kid. You, that right? She is. All, she's not even six yet. But it's also easier because she is smaller, and I know she doesn't really understand as much. But and I'm going to use um, Sarah's mom as a perfect example of this. We've I've never met Sarah's mom other than online. We've never met in person. However, I I do know that when we do meet in person, even though um, neither one of us is real touchy feely, I do know there will be a hug at that point. You know, but I'm prepared for that. I'm willing, for, you know, willing to give that hug around, you know, that physical touch. And we hug each other online all the time. And I actually had mentioned it one time, and she goes, "Oh my God, does it bother you when I do that?" I said, "No, because it's not a physical touch." It's a mental touch and I can, I mentally prepare myself for it. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, listen, there's
2: always exceptions, you know, like there's, there's certain people you've also talked to, you know, like you have a relationship. It's not like you're just going to meet her out of, you know, out of the blue, not knowing who she is, you know? like So it is a, it's like, I just, I don't know. Yes, I can't just go up and just hug someone and be like, hello, nice to meet you. <laughs>
0: Same, can't do it, can't do it. But I, because I saw something um, that said, that it was uh, about Kate's uncle was saying that Kate is very, very huggy and touchy and quite soft and warm. When she's pr- in private and, and that they, they were somewhere and they threw a, I mean, they, they, they were at a party and she was holding George, um, Prince George when he was little and she went running across the room to give several family members of hers a hug. Of course she did one, their family members Two, She was in a private, um, private area where she felt comfortable enough to, to do such, to. Do something like that i would be like i wouldn't be wanting some strange ass american woman giving me some damned hug and that i just met yeah i think no. that's the whole like first introduction very you know yep. like that's weird
3: i'm sorry it's weird
0: it is it's weird the The whole huggy thing was weird but i don't think it was fair for her to call kate cold right because kate didn't want a hug or didn't you know Like, that doesn't make her cold. That just makes her, that just makes her normal. She's uncomfortable with you. She doesn't know you. Yeah. Right. Right. And that should be
2: okay. Yeah. I
0: want to go back to something
3: Samantha said real quick, where she was talking about uh, William, you know, the whole thing with, you know, William asking Harry, you know, or I guess trying to convince Harry not to get married, whatever. So apparently it wasn't even... To that extent, it was that William was concerned that the relationship was moving too fast and asked him if he was sure, which mm-hmm. I completely, like, our parents, Samantha and I, like, our parents were dating for three months before they got engaged. I am very sure that every single member of their family, A, asked them if they were sure, and B, tried to get them to, you know, get engaged <laughs> you know what i mean like uh-huh. i think that's a very normal thing to to say and i think harry took it the wrong way you know i think he took it as William saying yeah. i don't agree with this when instead i think it was an older brother saying are you sure you know this this family that she was going to marry into or that she did wind up marrying into. Like, it's not like marrying into a normal family. Like this is a job she was going to have to give up everything to, to join this family. That's a big ask of somebody, especially somebody with a career that she now has to give, like, she's got to give up everything, you know? So I think he overreacted. I think he took it the wrong way. And I think when you look at it from this side of, you know, not being involved at all, it's a legitimate question, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what start, I-, I just don't know this for a fact, but I have a feeling that that's what started everything. Whole, yeah. the whole, right. you know, shebang all started with William asking his brother if he was sure, because this relationship was moving very fast. Yeah,
2: right. no, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think you're right. I think that's when Harry became ultra defensive um with with everything, and especially with his brother, and that could kind of be where everything started to fall apart with Harry and William. Now, maybe they had started beforehand. Like I, obviously, I don't know, but like, they haven't had a good relationship for a long time. And obviously, now it's even worse than before. but um, right, you know, I, I just I agree. I think that's when Harry went on the defensive, and I think that's where. A lot of their stuff kind of starts, you know, coming through with the family not, you know, supporting them and all that stuff. But, you know, when they decided to leave royal family, Jennifer, you and I have talked about this. They wanted to do be part time royal family members. So they basically still got the benefits without having to put in as much work so that they could go off and do whatever else they wanted to do the queen said, absolutely not. So, they left the royal family. That is perfectly fine. Like, I personally have no problem with that. And I'm sure family would have been okay with it. If you want to leave, that's your right. You know, you want to go off and be private citizens and all that. That is your prerogative. You can do that. And mm-hmm. I don't think anything bad would have happened if they just left quietly like they said they wanted to and and lived in peace wherever they wanted to but then they complained because charles stopped paying for them you know you weren't in the royal family anymore so he wasn't going to pay for your stuff anymore you weren't any doing any public appearances which is what he kind of paid for he paid for the the you know clothes and you know whatever you needed for public appearances you weren't doing that anymore it's like if you leave a job you leave
0: a job you don't get paid well that and it was um they no longer had royal security
2: weren't in the royal family anymore like you were leaving exactly. you were going to the US or I guess at first they wanted to do Canada that was another thing they wanted to move to Canada and Harry said that the um, palace leaked that they were moving to Canada so then they couldn't move to Canada No, anymore. it wasn't Canada
0: it was a they first they wanted to move to New Zealand then they thought maybe South Africa and it got leaked that they were thinking of moving to South Africa.
2: Okay. I thought and it so was Canada. They
0: well, then they, they supposedly went to Canada, but they never actually went to Canada. That's just what they told the royal family is that they were in Canada. When in actuality, they were staying with Tyler Perry's home for six weeks in the US, in California, before they made the official announcement that they were moving to California.
3: Right. And then Canada told them, um, we're absolutely not paying for s- your security. So that too. Canada completely came off the list because the taxpayer payers said no.
0: <laughs> Do plan. you blame them? No. <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if you want to be private <laughs> citizens, great. Then be private citizens. Be private. There's plenty of very rich private citizens that pay for their own security.
0: Mm-hmm seriously and they have a
2: very very nice mansion yeah. in southern california first of all you want to be private citizens you want to be oh we have a lot of places in the u.s that you could go hide mm-hmm. And no one seriously. will bother you you pick right
0: outside of la
2: they don't want to be private citizens i, I know they don't
0: no They don't. They claim that. They claim that they don't want any of the paparazzi. They don't want the fame. They don't want all this and all that. If they didn't want it, then they would have moved, and nobody would have heard another damn word from them. Except for, you know, know, when
2: Philip passed away, and, like, all that stuff, when they would go back to to London. And that's how it should be, but no, now they're, you know.
1: Yeah, that there was that scene in the documentary where they're, they're, like, in their car, and they're looking... Out the windows, making sure they're like there's no paparazzi following them. I'm like, what what is this?
3: I would really like to know how many paparazzi actually follow them on a daily basis.
1: I'd really like, like
3: to know. Like I want somebody none. to take a pi- exactly. Like I wanted somebody it's to take a picture you of the masses it. of the paparazzi because if there was as many paparazzi as they're saying, there'd be pictures of them Every Like, Everywhere. the paparazzi doesn't take pictures for their own good. They sell them. So either nobody's buying exactly. the pictures
1: or nobody's taking the pictures.
3: Because the only pictures that are ever released are the ones that they release themselves. hmm
1: hmm And, you know, since Megan was an actress, she knows perfectly well how the whole paparazzi PR game actually right. works, especially... in this side of the Atlantic Mm -hmm. because okay obviously none of us are British so we don't a hundred percent know how the whole paparazzi thing is in the UK or in Europe but from what we've talked about talked about in previous episodes related to you know celebrity PR and stuff we know that nowadays especially it's so much easier and so much more profitable for everybody involved to arrange for the paps to take the pictures of you because then you have some degree of control over what images get put out. Mm-hmm. The paparazzi will get their money and they don't have to camp out, you know, at random places for like hours just hoping they're going to catch somebody. Yeah, because now they have a guaranteed job, basically, because now they know, oh, you know, so and so is going to be at this restaurant for lunch. So you need to hang out by, you know, 1145 and, you know, you can leave in a couple hours. Great. I got my gig for the day, you know,
0: right? or one of many gigs I have for the day.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah.
0: Because, I mean, they could have like they could have like four or five different celebrities that they could go um. Follow that day, you know, or take pictures of that day, depending on what time they need to be there for whatever, for whatever it is. And I mean, listen, freelance paparazzi
2: still exist. They're, they still mm-hmm. hound. I mean, I've seen videos of them hounding different celebrities and getting yelled at and all that stuff like well, that stuff yeah. does still occur. But as as Jennifer said, where are the pictures If that is actually occurring. Where are they? If you're such a hot commodity. That all these paparazzi are chasing you. Where are the pictures? Where's that evidence? There is none. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. Especially, you know, right. Especially because, you know, they kept going on and on about comparing Megan to Diana. Well, that's exactly what happened with Diana. She had pictures taken of her all the time. Like, you know, so many, like, you know, um... Mm -hmm more established reputable newspapers will talk about her but also you know the sun you know, all sorts of gossipy tabloids
0: mm-hmm. had
1: pictures of her like every week you know so what so where is that
0: every day practically not every week every day oh yeah, yeah. there was a new picture of diana somewhere right
2: yeah. but it it just yeah. annoys me that like you know you you decided to leave And, like, I know one thing was, like, Tyler Perry was talking about how, like, the royal family are doing, like, financial abuse by cutting them off. Like, the way he was saying it. They're doing just fine. They were acting like they left them with pennies. Like, talking about two people who still had a lot of money. They could buy this mansion in Southern California. Like, don't sit there and tell me that they were victims of financial abuse because... Charles cut them off. Again, you were no longer working members of the royal family. You do not get. You still get money. Get a job. Not to but mention,
3: that. Harry was what thirty something years old. Yeah,
2: like, mm-hmm. Daddy
3: cut you off. You have, you know, he probably had like I think
0: twelve million that he inherited from his mother. Queen. That's just what I was gonna say. Yeah. He had he had his mother's inheritance that he got. Plus, the queen um, mother
3: left him a larger inheritance because he wasn't going to be king. He, William was, and William yeah. was going to have the duchy of you know Cornwall to to pay for everything. So he got more money from the queen mother because he was you know the spare. Plus, Meghan had what eight million? I think they said was her like her net worth at that point. Like you had yeah. money. Right. You just didn't have yeah. a blank check to do what you wanted. Right.
2: Yeah. But then yeah. you do the Oprah thing that gave them money. They, you know, were doing all these different things. And now obviously this Netflix deal and then the book, like people are excusing the book because he's taking, I think half of the proceeds and donating it. Which Okay. That's awesome. Like, but you're still Great, you're, you'' getting money on trashing your family, <laughs>
0: like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like they keep acting like they're like these they're, they're like poor. I'm like, you're not poor, you've never been poor, you'll never be poor. I mean, you just don't have the royal funds to to fund anything, and even then, the royal funds are not limitless, right, or they're not unlimited. There, they have. There is a limit to the royal funds, even. You know, I mean, granted, it's a very large limit. But it's a limit nonetheless. Yeah.
2: Again, like, and I mean, why do you even deserve that money? You're not
0: doing anything. Seriously. And then, I my heart went out to Megan when she did have her miscarriage. My heart did go out to her for that. I mean, that that is a that is a horrible thing to happen to any woman, mm-hmm. and. I, my heart, I, you know, I felt, I felt bad for her. I empathized with her, you know, but for them to sit there and say that it was because of the daily mail caused all the stress for her to have that. I was like, really? That is such a cop out. Yeah. That it, it almost made it feel like they're like that devastating period in their life was just another excuse. Yeah. I mean, it again, like you said, it, it's
2: horrific. Um, I did read something, and again, I don't know if it's true, but like Megan was saying that she had the the miscarriage when Archie was eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Then she had Lilibet. However long after, time timing actually doesn't even match up. That would mean she was only pregnant with Bet for seven months. Based on when she said she had the miscarriage, I'm not saying she didn't have a miscarriage,
0: but right when right. she
2: said it occurred, I don't think is when it occurred. But regardless, it is a horrific thing. Um,
0: yeah, uh, I think I think it occurred many months before that. Many months before that. You know what I mean? I because I have a feeling that they were trying to get pregnant quickly because of her age. Not saying that there was any, not saying that she was too old or anything, but the older you get, the harder it can be to get pregnant.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: And I do think she probably had that at a very, um, I'd say she had it probably, I'd say she had it six or seven months before she even admitted she had it.
2: Yeah, so... I wanted to see if I could find the thing that I saw because it said the timeline, but again, it doesn't, not that that matters. I mean, I, I would hope that she wouldn't lie about something like that. Um,
3: My guess is she didn't announce it. What, you know what I mean? Like there was a delay in the announcement, if I had to guess. And I think she was probably just pregnant.
2: Yeah. But yeah. So, you know, over the the weekend, Twitter was hashtags. Megan and Harry are finished was trending. Um, God, I hope so. And hashtag Megan Markle is a yacht girl. Oh, boy, was yeah. Was trending. So, as you mentioned kind of earlier, Mary, that um don't really know, obviously, how Megan and Harry met. But there is strong evidence. It is all... You know, you don't know exactly, but there is evidence that supposedly um Megan was a yacht girl for uh Jeffrey Epstein I you, Epstein. I keep wanting to say Weinstein. I'm like, no, not him, other other otherstein, um Jeffrey Epstein, and that she actually met Prince Andrew and knew Prince Andrew. Um, back all the way to 2001 to the point that they actually wanted to depose her in his trial against uh, a girl, Virginia, that had stated that Prince Andrew raped her. Which, by the way, girl's now saying she may have made a mistake and it wasn't Prince Andrew, so it might get <laughs> brought up again. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that'll be interesting if that happens. But yeah, so... One times and then also the things that were going around was um there was a story that harry had of, from when he was in the military and he was doing training and there was a stall drill or whatever and i i don't know what he said because i didn't read his book but superior at the time came out and said everything he said about that story was a lie and don't know what's the truth
3: there's been there's been quite a number of things come out you know in regards to the book that uh, basically people have disproven and my whole thing and none of them are important to the story of what happened between him and his family but my whole thing is if you have not gotten any of these little details right why on earth should any of us believe that you got, you know, the details of what happened between you and your family, right? You know what I mean? Like you said that when you found out the queen mother died, you were at Eton and you remember because it was like a warm spring, you were snowing with your brother and your father. I mean, it's not snowing. You were skiing with your brother and your father <laughs> at Closters. You know what I mean? Like you were not at school. You were nowhere near school, you know, like, how do you get that wrong you know the the whole the yeah the, the fly the hell the flying thing basically you know he said that without warning like he didn't know it was going to happen that the instructor basically stalled the plane or the helicopter or whatever he was flying as a drill to help him learn what to do except that never happens like everything is gone over in detail before you ever get inside the aircraft and that's why the instructor basically came out and said absolutely not this didn't happen he's wrong and the whole like oh I love shopping at TJ Maxx during their sales well TJ Maxx comes out and says we don't have sales you know what I mean so like are any of these things important no you didn't get any of them right so why should
0: anybody believe you got anything else right seriously it was so and it was all so one-sided with everything. You know, they didn't allow for they claimed that they reached out to all the royal family and to allow them to uh be interviewed for it or to put a statement out about it or comment on it, yet nobody supposedly reached back out to them uh i i don't know it was all just oh it's just it's awful it's awful here's my whole thing
2: and like uh, you know obviously like i don't know how many people are pro you know harry and Meghan or whatever like on tiktok it's to me it seems to be more people are against william and harry and pro harry and Meghan and whatever like Again, my whole thing is you've only heard half of the story. Like, that's what annoys me. It's like these people are just taking Harry and Meghan's word, his Bible, and and they don't care. And, you know, now they, you know, hate the royal family, whatever. I mean, listen, you don't want to like the royal family. You don't have to. But it's like I just never understand how people can listen to one side of a story and just be like, yep, that's it, you know, the... The royal family is a bunch of racist bullies that... Yes, hate. but Harry said that they're not racist. Harry came out and said in, in,
3: in the interview, no, my family is not racist. About a week after him and Meghan accepted an award for fighting racism in the royal family. Yes. you know.
2: It, it just... It's, and if you are against Meghan, you're racist. It's the other thing. If you don't like Meghan, you are racist. I mean, I don't dislike Megan. I don't know Megan. I just this whole thing's ridiculous. You know, like, but like, I hate that whole thing. It's if you're not with them, then that's it. You're you're a racist, and you know whatever. Like, no, I just think she's wrong for for you know doing all this. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know that oh poor Harry, everything that he had to go through, which absolutely poor Harry, but. Harry wasn't the only one that had to go through all these traumas. William went through the same traumas.
0: I can't
3: imagine, as an older sibling, finding out that my younger sibling, who I thought was the closest person to me in the world, you know, the two of us were two peas in a pod. We'd gone through all this together, you know. I, I can't imagine the hurt must be to hear that that person who you thought was you know always there for you considered you their arch nemesis i can't imagine the pain that that must have brought you know here william and listen i'm not taking sides in this because i don't know who's right who's wrong there's probably a little bit of truth on both sides but to hear that your your sibling who you love and would have done anything for and stuck helped and did all this considered you for pretty much their entire life. So they say as their arch nemesis, that's just heartbreaking. That's horrific. How do you recover from that? You know, and to sit here and say that you're not going to, you know, go back to your family unless they apologize to you, you have yet to an to accept any apology anyone has given you. Megan's father has tried to apologize for years over that, you know, paparazzi setup in in Mexico. You have basically written him out of your life. Like you will not acknowledge the fact that he tried to he has tried to apologize more times. Jeremy Clarkson, you know, like he, you know, said some very not nice things about Megan after, you know, the Netflix documentary and he apologized and you basically threw it back in his face and said you didn't care. So, like, why should they apologize? You haven't accepted anybody's apologize uh, apology at any point in time. So, like, do you just want the apologies that you can say, ha, we won? You know, like, what is it that you
0: want them to apologize for? I don't even think they know. I think at this point, all, all they know is that the only way to, for them to stay relevant is to continually bring up the past. Yeah and people are getting sick and tired of hearing about the past it's in yeah. the past for a reason right. cuz i literally was just looking online cuz i i was looking up uh to go kind of go back to the to uh when she was the miscarriage and then uh pregnant with lilabeth if you look if you watch I guess this is the sixth episode of the documentary, which I never did watch because I made it through first four and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a shot of her visibly pregnant or supposed to be visibly pregnant. And the, she does not look like a pregnant woman. Like, she doesn't look like most, I shouldn't say all pregnant women, but most pregnant women have a certain um, widening of like the lower half of the body like the hips, the legs, the buttocks area besides the belly area tend to get a little bit larger and spread. All you see is this huge bump on her. That is it. Everything else on her she does not look pregnant whatsoever. I
3: don't remember what she looked like when she was pregnant with Archie. Like I remember her
2: having a bump. She
0: looked pregnant.
2: Yeah, but I don't. Remember she looks pregnant. I remember her, her, her face, face was fuller. Was, yeah, her face swelled. Her face
0: was fuller. Yeah. Her she was uh, she had her her backside got significantly larger.
2: Yeah, I,
3: like I remember the belly, and I remember the face getting larger. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, this time it doesn't look anything else. like that. Yeah.
0: Literally, it just looks like it. It looks like one of the fake bumps that you put on for a TV show. Mm. That's what it looks like. Her boob, her breasts, do not look any larger. And if she's that far along, it because supposedly she gave birth a few weeks after this. If that was the case, her her breast should have been significantly larger yeah. and f- starting to fill up, you know, with like with the colostrum, mm-hmm. right? Or at least be significantly larger. They they look. Normal. The same, yeah. My, look normal. My whole thing on
3: Harry and Meghan, and you know, like for a long, like I tried so hard to like stay unbiased. Like, you know, at my, my mother would be like, "Oh, you know, like I don't like her, her or this," and I just was like, "Listen, if they're well, happy." Mom with hates Camilla, my,
2: so she's definitely well,
3: against yeah, that's Charles. A whole different story. <laughs> I, my whole thing is Ugh. with Harry and Meghan. If you know. She's estranged from her family and you're now estranged from you know your family. The common denominator in all of this is the two of you. Mm-hmm. Like it can't all be Megan's family's fault and Harry's family's fault. You know, like families have issues. All families have issues. I don't care what family it is, like every family has their own issues. But if you're both estranged from your families, only common den- denominator is the two of you. So like, maybe it's not all them. Maybe you need, you know, you need to look inside a little bit and say, hmm, neither one of us have any family members with the exception of her mother and maybe Harry's two cousins. Like nobody wants anything to do with us. Why do they all hate us? You know, like maybe you need to look inside yourselves at that point and say, what are we doing wrong?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Megan's stepsister is suing her. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Her
3: stepsister seems a little nutty. I'm not gonna lie; <laughs> like she needs to like step away from the lights, the cameras, and the microphones
2: just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's a defamation yes. Yes. trial.
0: So Megan even said anything about her? I don't know. The only thing Megan said is that they have they weren't they've never been as close as her sister claimed mm-hmm. they were. And that everything that her sister has said about her is a lie.
2: That's not really defamation. (laughs)
0: But I think it was in an article. Yeah. Because the sister claims that they were very close. And that Megan's lying about a lot of the stuff. Especially when it comes to, like, grandmother. And that she felt like the queen was her grandmother. Oh, okay. So, Mm -hmm. Megan...
3: Yeah. I I want to say this about Megan and Harry and not come across as like uh, yeah. Uh, Megan may well be a narcissist. Um I'm not going to diagnose her as a narcissist, but she may well be a narcissist and Harry may well have mental issues. I'm not going to diagnose that either, but they may well have like issues. Yes. Um, you know, the fact that Megan laid across Diana's grave in order to, like, try and commune with her, um, the fact that Harry believes that his he's having conversations with his mother, like, there are definite signs that maybe they have some issues. So, like, I can see her sister's point a little bit. <laughs> There's a lot well, there.
0: Yeah, because she kept claiming that um that she can remember making what was it, apple butter jam with her grandmother. Mm. And she's like, her grandmother had it made, and according to Samantha, which was Megan's sister, right? Half sister, not not Sam, right? Not our yeah. Sam. <laughs>
3: Samantha, you made. Um,
0: yeah, you cooked with Megan. <laughs> yep. No, with Megan's grandmother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in, like, 73 or, like, seventy, like in the 70s. Yeah, definitely well before man. you were All born. These... Well before
3: you were born, Samantha. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and well before Megan, Megan was, was born, even right? Because
3: Megan's younger than I am, I
0: think. Megan was born in 81. August 4th of yeah. 81. So she's younger than I am. So, yeah, she was not alive. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, she's only she's less than a year older than me yeah I definitely think that there's
3: there's something and is it that you're playing this up because you think people are gonna eat it up you know what I mean yeah like
0: she's trying to play up the all-american girl which is fine
3: but you're not the all-american girl
0: right no like there's no
3: first of all there's no such thing like it's it's a stereotype that doesn't exist but it's okay an all american girl doesn't come from a broken family so no you know it's a, it's a trope that's been played out it doesn't exist like stop trying to to you know sell yourself into that because you're so much more
2: yeah, yeah. i'm just reading i'm sorry so basically it's the lawsuit is in response to Megan CBS interview from 2021 And Samantha claimed that um, Megan's statements about their family had a negative impact on sales of her autobiography. Ah,
3: okay. I mean, it's still
2: a hard-to-prove case. Defamation is not easy. Megan tried to get it dismissed twice, and it was denied. It failed, yeah.
3: Megan also hasn't fought for the release of the palace's investigation into her bullying. She hasn't fought very hard for that at all. I'm almost wondering if
2: it's because it's going to prove that it was all true. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, because if she really wanted to prove that it was a lie, she would have fought tooth and nail to be like, look, I'm not. Yeah, that. I mean, she. they said in the beginning,
3: like when... Like it was first announced that it was finalized. Like they asked for it to be released, and then it was it. Like you haven't continued to fight for that. So
2: is that because the report actually states
3: that it was true that you were bullying your
2: staff? I'm just tired of the two of them, and they just need to go away now.
3: Well, and the thing is like, yes. they're so their approval ratings with like the younger demographic are pretty high. Um, I think like from like 18 to 24 or whatever They're that's where they're most popular. Um, but their popularity, their popularity in the UK is like non-existent. Um, and their popularity in the U S is continually dropping. And I think it's because people are tired of listening to them whine and, you know, this whole victim mentality and I'm sorry, but you can't be victims of what's happening. Like, you were participants, right. you know? Like, there's nothing that happened to Harry that, uh, you know, he's a victim of. Nothing. Nothing happened to the two of them that you were a victim of. Like, you have made yourselves victims. You you know, you're a victim of the press. You're a victim of your family. You're a victim. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it, didn't, it doesn't exist. Right? Oh. I mean, in... I'm trying to see. I think in... 2017. In 2017, Harry did a a podcast interview about his mental health. Um, so this is, he would have been dating Megan at this point. They were not, they had not announced their engagement yet. I'm not sure what month that, um, the podcast took place, but they were not engaged yet. But it was a, you know, it was a podcast about his mental health, which was groundbreaking at the time. Like people were very supportive of this, of him speaking about his own issues with mental health and, and, you know, what he was dealing with. And in the podcast interview, he, um, described his gratitude to William for him being the person that persuaded him to get help um, for the issues that, you know, he was having. So this is well before any estrangement from the family. It's well before, you know, Megan and he had either gotten engaged or announced our engagement. You know, so this was back in the good times, I guess you can call it. So in 2017, you know, he was thanking his brother for pushing him to get go into therapy and get help and then you know just many weeks ago when the book was released you know all of a sudden now it's his brother told him to stop getting therapy because it was brainwashed you know he's being brainwashed and you know all these things that what changed you know what so like -hmm. like it's so there's so much hypocrisy between the book, the interviews, the documentary, and things that he said before. So, you know, either family changed, you know, and they went from being completely supportive of everything, getting help, doing this, doing that, to not being supportive, and now you're fighting back, or someone changed you and is now telling you that, you know, separating you from your family
2: and i i I don't you don't know megan you don't know what she's really like in real life of course everyone that comes out is a personal friend of hers and how sweet and you know wonderful she is and blah blah blah. like i've never seen someone who is an unbiased uh opinion on her um but i don't know it's just it's just a little weird to me
3: it's sad, like, you know, like if you go based on like everything that they've done, the documentary, the book, the interviews, you know, Harry went from William helped me with my struggles to no one helped me with my struggles to I had a therapist on call to the fact that when William and I got into like, you know, this fight, the first person I called was my therapist to Megan couldn't seek mental help when she was pregnant because the family would look down on that. To, you know, him being brainwashed by therapy. To, you know, he didn't, it's just, he yeah. couldn't help Megan. But Megan's mother is a social worker. But Harry suffers from mental illness, but it's not a disorder. You know, but he has mental struggles, but it doesn't affect his decision making. You know, to not believing that his mother died, to now receiving messages from your mother. To, you know, there's just so many things that, like, pick a side and stick with it
2: your story whatever your story is pick it yeah just go with it there was actually uh someone posted it there was a really weird story that he had on uh, in his book of course he also did the audio he he recorded is it about
3: his frost frostbitten penis yes
2: yeah and he used when he same same like lotion or whatever that his mom used yeah, to use. Yeah, Elizabeth
3: Arden cream because that's what his mom used to use as like moisturizer or something. Like
2: the boy... like But like what, what skewed me issues. out is like when he was like listening to him talk about like when he opened the container he just thought of his mother and then he started rubbing his penis with this lotion. Like... Yeah. that's oh, There's my- something wrong yeah he has that's just strange
3: he has some legitimate
2: issues whether it's a a disorder or just is struggling and could be ptsd or you know like who knows definitely i think trauma based he's had a lot of trauma i mean he has
3: he has i mean listen but he's also outside of his mother which is the most traumatic thing that a 12 year old you know should have to deal with especially on the public stage you know there was there's Mm -hmm. things that didn't happen to him there's things that participated in you know drugs and listen i could care less who's smoking up as a teenager Mm. you know like that's just something that's gonna happen but like Mm -hmm. you know and putting in your book that you went to Courtney Cox's house and you did mushrooms, like, sorry, why is that in your book? Does Courtney did Courtney? Are you saying Courtney Cox gave you the mushrooms? Because now that's a whole different ball game. Like you're th- like you want to be part of the celebrity mindset, but you're throwing these celebrities under the bus. Nobody's gonna want to acknowledge you if you keep doing this. You know, you did the interview with Oprah and basically said that the royal family was racist and Gail King, you know, backed you up on like the morning show or her show or whatever saying, oh, they've got receipts. And then just last week you said, nope, they're not racist. Well, you had a year to put out there that the royal family wasn't racist. For a year, people have been attacking the royal family saying that they were racist and here now a year later you're saying no they weren't racist why would you not come out a year ago and say my family is not racist right what like but that's not what I meant. Ha- like are you whatever yeah right are you just trying to win yes you know like are you just trying to win or or i don't know sell a book or I sell a docu-series or sell, you know, like what is
0: the end game? I don't think they, ha- I don't think they know what the end game is.
2: No, but it's a one-sided fight and mm-hmm. which isn't fair. And that's what just makes me annoyed at this point. It's just that it's, it's just them taking shots one after the other. And then, you know, but again, with everything that happened on Twitter and like the whole thing about Megan and, you know, I'm, I, th- Jennifer, I think you mentioned, like, you had seen something come out about this before, but it had kind of, like, yeah. disappeared. I'm pretty sure the palace had, like, tried to shut it, down. shut it down. I think they shut it down. Yeah, they're not shutting it down anymore.
0: No. It's out there. Well, Those pictures
2: I... are live and, I mean, out there. Yeah, it came out
3: last year, two years ago. I, I don't know. My brain is, like, fuzzy on dates. But, yeah, I remember it coming out. I remember that, that they wanted to depose her and then all of a sudden it went away. So I don't know if that was the palace that did it, if her people did it, if somebody did it, you know, it got shut down and then it was a settlement. Prince Andrew settled. So don't know. But if it's true that she did meet Prince Andrew however many years ago, that shoots Harry's, you know, Meghan didn't Google us thing right out of the water mm-hmm. because, you know, he said you know, oh the I knew she hadn't she didn't know who we were when she thought Prince Andrew was like my grandmother's PA or something.
2: Well, that's already crap because there's literally an interview of with her and someone asked her would she prefer Prince William or Prince Harry? Well, it and there's a the picture four, of
3: her when she, she Yeah, she there's a picture of her as William. a little girl. <laughs> yeah, there was a well of course he was gonna be king. Um there was a picture of her as like a teenager or something in front of Buckingham Palace. Like, everybody knows who the royal family is. Even if you don't know them, like, their entire story, you know. You know who they are. You know who they are. <laughs> I don't care if you're American or, like, because you, know, you said, oh, I'm an American. Like, we don't really care. You know who they are. There's no way you don't know who the British royal family is. Especially Harry and William, Charles, and the
2: Queen. Whatever. I guess we'll see yeah. what happens. Or be becoming this spring so we'll see if they get an invite they'll get an invite I don't think they'll go but they'll get an invite yeah
1: who knows maybe uh, down the road we'll do another one of these episodes with uh, <laughs> Jennifer coming in. yeah with uh, you know our dear guest <laughs> coming back to commentate on all of this again because this is not over no. No. not we, by you, a this long is, shot this is not over
3: Especially since they're, you know, they said that we're not coming back until the family apologizes to us. And I think it'll be a cool day in hell before any of that happens. So, Yeah,
1: yeah because since when do they ever do that? And when on the rare occasion that they do do something like that, it's long after the fact. Right.
2: Yeah. So. Well, thank you, Jennifer, again, for coming on with us.
0: Thank you for having me. It was fun.
2: Yep. See you next time.
1: Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch us next time.
2: And see what we're going to talk about.
0: Because the three fates decide.